0: Hello, and welcome to Into Stillness, the meditation podcast. My name is Brayden McKenzie, and I'm truly grateful to be able to share the practice and knowledge of meditation with you. I hope this podcast serves as a tool to deepen and expand your very own meditation practice. Just a quick reminder before we begin that I have a complete online course and book on the practice of meditation available through my website, bradenmckenzie.com. I will include links to both in the show notes of this episode. Let's get into this week's episode, focusing on the last four limbs of the eight limbs of yoga. So what are the eight limbs? If you have a consistent or even semi-consistent yoga and or meditation practice, It is likely you have at least heard of the eight limbs of yoga passed down from Patanjali. These eight limbs being the Yamas, the Niyamas, Asana, Pranayama, Pratyahara, Dharana, Dhyana, and Samadhi. Together, these eight limbs constitute the path of Raja Yoga, of self-discipline and practice. All of the eight limbs contribute to and directly affect the ultimate goal of the practice, Samadhi, but only the last few directly relate to meditation. Here, we are going to go over the last four limbs and discuss the importance and concept of each one, as they can be difficult to understand to a certain degree. Beginning with Pratyahara, the term Pratyahara is composed of two Sanskrit words, prati and ahara. Ahara means food, or anything we take into ourselves from the outside. Prati is a preposition meaning against or away. Pratyahara means literally control of ahara, or gaining mastery over external influences. There are four main forms of pratyahara, Indriya Pratyahara, Control of the Senses, Karma Pratyahara, Control of Action, Prana Pratyahara, Control of Prana, and Mano Pratyahara, Withdrawal of Mind from the Senses. Pratyahara can be compared to a turtle withdrawing into its shell. The turtle's shell is the mind and the turtle's limbs are the senses. The term is most often translated as turning the senses inward or withdrawal from the senses. In yogic thought, there are three levels of ahara or food. The first is physical food that brings in the five elements necessary to nourish the body earth, water, fire, air, and ether. The second is impressions which bring in the subtle substances necessary to nourish the mind. The sensations of sound, touch, sight, taste, and smell that constitute the subtle elements, sound or ether, touch slash air, sight or fire, taste slash water, and smell or earth. The third level of Ahara is our associations, the people we hold at heart level who serve to nourish the soul and affect us with the gunas of sattva, rajas and tamas, the prime qualities of harmony, distraction or inertia. Therefore, pratyahara is twofold. It involves withdrawal from wrong food, wrong impressions and wrong associations while simultaneously opening up to right food right impressions and right associations. Pratyahara provides the foundation for the higher practices of yoga and is the basis for meditation. Pratyahara is also linked with dharana, our next limb, because in Pratyahara, we withdraw our attention from normal distractions. And in dharana, we consciously focus that attention on a particular object. Moving on to dharana. The sixth limb of yoga is simply concentration, or more specifically, single pointed concentration. In chapter 3, verse 1 of the Yoga Sutras, Patanjali explains concentration as the binding of consciousness to a single spot. The single spot or object of concentration is decided upon by the meditator and can be an internal or external focus. Objects such as breath, a mantra, a picture, a feeling, a chakra or location on the body, etc. At this stage, the meditator, the act of meditation, and the object of meditation remain separate. In other words, the meditator is conscious of their act of meditating on an object. This is the first real step into meditation, because if we can't focus the mind and concentrate on a singular object, then we can move no further down the path to samadhi. The seventh limb, dhyana. In the most basic sense, dhyana can be defined as contemplation. The Yoga Sutras in verse 3.2 define dhyana as the continuous flow of the same thought or image. Of the object of meditation, without being distracted by any other thought. Swami Vivekananda explains dhyana in Patanjali's Yoga Sutras as, when the mind has been trained to remain fixed on a certain internal or external location, there comes to it the power of flowing in an unbroken current, as it were, towards that point. This state is called dhyana. While dharana is the stage of meditation, where the meditator holds singular focus to one object for a long period of time, dhyana is concentrated meditation, where the meditator contemplates without interruption the object of meditation and is free of distractions permanently. In dhyana the meditator is not conscious of the act of meditation anymore, only of being and of their object of meditation. Dhyana is uninterrupted train of thought, current of cognition, or flow of awareness. Finally, Samadhi. This last limb is the ultimate goal of yogic practices and of meditation. Samadhi is most commonly defined as self-realization or complete oneness with the object of meditation. At its highest stage, there is no distinction between the meditator, the act of meditation, or the object of meditation. The mind is no longer focusing on the object in an objective manner. All that remains in awareness is the content, the essence of that object. In other words, in Samadhi you are aware only of the essence and not of the details. There are stages to Samadhi, though. The first Samadhi is samprajnata, meaning with seed. It is a state of full concentration and bliss, but there is still duality, awareness of the object of meditation as separate from the individual who is meditating. It is not an end, but a step along the path to the highest Samadhi. The highest is called asamprajnata samadhi. This is a state in which there are no vrittis or thoughts, no duality, and the meditator is completely emerged in purusha, which is the spirit or universal consciousness. Samadhi I find actually difficult to comprehend as I have not experienced it in any capacity that allows me to speak from experience. That's why I leave you with this passage from Swami Sivananda in hopes that his words can help you find a deeper meaning of the subject, or at least a thirst to discover the meaning for yourself. Deep meditation leads to samadhi or oneness with God. If you can fix the mind for ten seconds steadily on a particular object or mirti, it is dharana concentration. Ten such dharanas become dhyana meditation. Ten such dhyanas form a samadhi. The mind is filled with Atman or God. Mind loses its own consciousness and becomes identified with the object of meditation. Just as a toy made of salt melts in water, even so the mind melts in Brahman, in Nirvikalpa samadhi. A sudden stroke of mystic illumination puts an end to all the empirical existence altogether. And the very idea or remembrance of such a thing as this world or the narrow individuality of the spirit in this world absolutely leaves the self. In trained yogis you cannot say where pratyahara abstraction ends and dharana concentration begins. Where dharana ends and dhyana meditation begins. Where dhyana ends and samadhi superconscious state begins. The moment they sit on the asana, all the processes occur simultaneously with electric or lightning speed and they enter samadhi at their conscious will. In the neophytes, Pratyahara first takes place, then dharana begins, then dhyana slowly commences before samadhi manifests. Their minds, getting impatient and tired, drop down. Constant and intense sadhana with light but nutritious food will bring about sanguine success in getting samadhi. Swami Shivananda. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, all I ask is you please leave a review through the podcast app or share it with someone else to help me spread the practice of meditation. Until next time, and with love, Namaste.